<clears throat> is my voice too terrible? I, I feel like I'm... No, it feels a little, know, sounds a little rough, but no, it doesn't talking sound... Talking with my head in a fishbowl or something. No, it doesn't really sound bad. Too bad. No. Okay. I hope it's not stirring it up too much. <laughs> no, it's fine. So what do we want to do in the few minutes we have for the after show? Well, a um, couple books. Um, I would just throw out... Um, talk about this and may, I don't know where this conversation will go. And I don't feel like I can't quite authoritatively speak on it really right yet. Like I've got it all in my brain, but just some exciting that I'm kind of in. I just finished a book by Paul Chapel, just a, a little book that was sent to us by um, a listener, I believe of the podcast and, um, and, uh, um, and a missionary that we support sent this book to, uh, to our church, to me. And, uh, I read through it. It really was encouraging kind of almost not, not a book study of Nehemiah, but drawing lessons from Nehemiah called strengthening your hands, something like that. Um, you know, for people in, uh, you know, in, in ministry or leadership of some sort, but I've also been by the recommendation of a friend in a couple books, um, about, uh, dealing with the uh, Eastern thought process versus the way that we approach Scripture with a Western mentality, and huh. uh, and things that we may miss, and uh, the way one author says it, you know, what goes without being said—that's uh, his terminology. What what goes without being said in our culture uh, is one thing. What goes without being said in theirs may be another thing. So sometimes when the text states something. And something went without being said, and we insert a Western perspective in there, we might veer off a little bit and make the wrong yeah. application about what's actually being said. Yeah. Interesting. Is that the same book or is that two different books? Two different books. Two, uh, two different books. Okay. Yeah. One's <laughs> called Misreading Scripture uh, Through Western Eyes, I believe, and the other one's called Jesus Through Middle Eastern Eyes, something like that by Kenneth okay. Bailey. Kenneth E. Bailey is the second one there. And I don't remember the authors of the, uh, of the first one. There's uh, two authors, uh, in that book. And, uh, you know, you may not agree with, with everything they say, but it's, but it's interesting. Sure. W- one thing they were talking about was the, uh, Western mindset is, uh, guilt. They, they, the way they, they describe it is guilt, innocence, um, uh, directed, you know, you're, it's, it's, it's right or wrong. You're guilty or innocent. We're very much along the justice thing, you know, law things. Well, the Eastern mindset is about honor, shame. Um, and we, we, even in business, they'll talk, uh, about this, I'm sure. And, and educate guys. I imagine, especially when you're doing business with people in the East, um, and cause I, I started looking up articles. I was like, wow, this is really fascinating. Um, but you know, we're, we're familiar with the idea of saving face. Well, that's an Eastern concept that you're, you're trying to save face for someone else that is not cause shame unnecessarily to them or protect them from shame. Um, and he uses the illustration that one time in, um, counseling a couple, um, it was, um, it was, she's, I think maybe it was the wife said um, something like, where do I hide my face or where do I put my face? It's interesting. Anyway, just the idea that there's shame involved with it. And um, I thought that his, um, what he was trying to say, I, I kind of, I, I get what he's maybe trying to bring into our thought process, though I thought it uh, went a little too far. 
but it was certainly interesting to think about. And so I, I did a, uh, I was sitting there this one morning, I read some, and then I did a word search in my Bible software on shame and, or ashamed and things like that. Well, then you start to see it in, in the scripture and go, wow, I, I guess I saw it, but I don't know that it really lodged in my mind that they're dealing in a shame context, uh, an honor shame culture. Um, and one of them was Judah. If you type in just shame instead of ashamed, type in just shame. The first uh, reference that comes up was when Judah uh, goes to pay Tamar. Remember, he's he's slept with his yeah. daughter-in-law, doesn't even realize it. Of course, this yeah. is... Uh, you, you know, it's, it's adulterous or fornicative, it's immoral. <laughs> um, and, and he says, if I could kind of summarize, he's basically goes to send this goat in payment, right? And his friend says, I don't find anybody, nobody there. And, uh, and he's like, we got to get this goat to this woman or else we're going to be shamed. Interesting, uh, that he's not dealing with the right and wrong of it. He was looking at the shame, uh, of, of that. Huh of that action. And there's, uh, there's others. Let me see if I can pull up on uh, the tab. You could also look up the idea of reproach. Um, I started. Do you, uh, do you know where the reference, <clears throat> where that reference is to shame that you were just talking about? You said to search for shame. Um, Genesis thirty-eight twenty-three, And Judah said, let her take it to her lest we be shamed. Behold, I sent this kid. Now it's not found her. Well, then you go to um, Exodus thirty-two twenty-five. Moses come down from the mountain. Aaron's made the golden calf. Of course, they've defected. Uh, they're, uh, you know, there's the whole story, the whole story there. But it's interesting that it says, I and think when my search, I think my search parameters are off or something. I'm only seeing like a couple of references here. Okay. Um, go, go ahead. It says, keep, and when Moses talking. saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies. Now, granted, it was we, we could say it was wrong. In our Western concept, we'd say, well, that's wrong. Meaning he, he did something wrong. He made them do something wrong. But the phraseology is he made them naked under their shame, uh, that they brought shame or dishonor on themselves. Um, um, and then in Numbers chapter 12 and verse 14, and the Lord said unto Moses, uh, talking about, a, I think, a judgment on Miriam, uh, if her father had but spit in her face, should she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut out from the camp seven days, and after that, let her be received in again. But anyway, that you can look and just see it in several passages talking about ashamed and shame. And, um, and then uh, when my mind just started going, I may write a blog post on it eventually, but uh, the concept of shame, and I think it overlaps with right and wrong. It, it overlaps with the concept of morality. Um, but... In our, in our American culture, not only are we just about, well, at least they're saying, you know, that we're so much about the right and wrong, not so much about the shame. You do recognize that in our modern culture, uh, we've, we're losing not just a sense of what is right and wrong, you know, the whole postmodern concept of yeah. I'll define right and wrong the way I want to, and I'm going to, you know, reject the traditional definitions of right and wrong. But more than that, there's no shame. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. That, that it's not only it's I don't gone. do right. I don't care that I don't do right. I, I, I shamelessly live there. There's no concept of lost honor, uh, and yeah. lost value there. Really, really interesting. Um, yeah. I'm reading there. Well, it's, it's almost like they expect something that should be a laughing stock in most places to be acceptable. Sure. And 
I think so. Like I was just as you were talking, looking up the word, um, the word that you're talking about, shamed from Genesis 38. There are a couple of uses of it as the idea of a laughing stock, mm. um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but and what is that idea? You know, of of shame. Yeah. Is is that? Well, and and anyway, well then he, if I could go on this tangent while I think about it, uh, he's talking about. And again, this is you, you can process what the what the writer is saying and and, and analyze how much you, to what degree you uh, you know accept all that. But he had a, a really interesting take on. He said, according to him, in in you know the Eastern culture, uh, there's only so much honor to go around, basically. <laughs> so when someone shames you, they make you ashamed. They they increase in honor and you decrease. They've heaped honor to themselves. Now you 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 cast that concept onto this ongoing. I don't want to call it a feud because it wasn't on Jesus' part necessarily, but this ongoing battle of the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Herodians with Jesus. And um, if I would if I would want to save face with someone, I suppose I would uh, I would approach him personally. Uh, but when I approach him publicly, it's a con- it's a contest, and so now yeah. they'll question him openly because if they can cause him to fumble, they've taken honor from him, they've shamed him, and then they also are kind of elevated in the process. Every time they did that, he was putting them to the worse. Mm-hmm. He was essentially shaming them in public, and he uh-huh. was getting the honor. And so finally, they had to bring it to the point of crucifixion. Now, they didn't kill him in a dark alley somewhere. They had to do it in a public way that shamed him, that made him a criminal, and in the process, reap the, reap the honor back to themselves. Uh, fascinating to see it in that light, um, yeah. the way they had to cast uh, the whole thing that they create a mock trial in some ways, maybe to 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 create some legitimacy to to try to set it up that he actually is not uh, just he wasn't a martyr. We didn't kill yeah. him for being who he was. No, he was a criminal, and we and shamed attempt, him. And then attempt to discredit the resurrection, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know ultimately I think the resurrection. Boy, that that is an interesting concept. The idea of of shaming them because mm-hmm. the resurrection would have been the ultimate shaming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that would have been just to use the more modern vernacular to own them. Um, yeah. 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 There you go. That was just an absolute own. So it, it, that's been an interesting uh, read. And there was other things too, not just the honor shame. That was just one chapter. But in the other book, just talking about um, uh, our Western approach to interpretation, say, of the uh, the nativity narrative. Um you know, if we think that uh, she was all alone and she was in a barn and blah, blah, blah. Well, he goes to explain, you know, what more likely what that looked like. And uh, that's interesting. Um, Do you have links to these for the show notes? I can provide them for you. Sure will. Okay. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just been some of what I've been in recently reading and uh, it's been, been enjoyable. It's neat to uh, really kind of get a window in that way. Uh, to to consider scripture uh, and and to see it from a place that you feel like would have some legitimate thought, being that it it is from an Eastern source, 
or Middle Eastern. I honestly don't know exactly the difference where where you draw the lines between what's Middle East and what's East. I think technically we would say uh, that Israel is Middle East, where East is China and the Far East, uh, where uh, I think in one book, one of the books it was saying maybe the, the... and, and maybe I'm saying this wrong, but partly in the Middle East, you're dealing with various monotheisms. In the Far East, you're dealing with a pantheism. You know, so there is a difference there. Uh, the yeah. whole, um, you know, pan- pantheistic, uh, um, I don't know what to say otherwise than that, Eastern religion thought is very different. And I remember reading that in, uh, what book is that? Um, I'm looking for it over on my shelf. The Universe Next Door. I think that's what it was. Um, uh, you know, and you may start reading about the Eastern religion and go, whoa. <laughs> I mean, you know, different than we typically, if you're if you've just been growing up in uh, Christianity, uh, you yeah. know, very different thought process. Very. Yeah, I bet. Um, so to round this out in the in the remaining minutes here, I thought we mm-hmm. would do something fun for Christmas. Hey, all right. And if you've heard these before and you answer like you haven't heard them before, you're a cheater and a liar and you lose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So if I know so, the answer, say it right. Yeah, that's oh, it. So okay. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna read Christmas carols to you. Yes. Uh, or okay, the titles like of them. Yep. But they're they're reworded in such a way as to obfuscate them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um I so I will read them to you. Here. Okay. And you have to guess which 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 Christmas carol this is, okay? Okay. Uh num- number 1. Bleached Yule. <laughs> uh White Christmas. Yeah, uh, there you so, go. That's okay. that's an easy one. Ding ding yeah, ding. That's yeah, yeah. a gimme. Okay. That that one's a freebie. All right. This one's not so easy. Castaneous colored seed vesicated in a conflagration. Okay, wait, wait. A conflagration is a fire. A seed in a fire. Oh, 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 chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah, yeah you got it. That's it. That's it. C- Castaneous just refers to chestnuts. Chestnut okay. colored. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Singular yearning for the twin anterior incisors. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is my two yeah. front teeth. My two front teeth. Uh, actually, the little known fact, that song was written by a West Virginian named Billy Joe. Um, <laughs> are you kidding? No. Uh, well, yes, I am actually. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was just, you know, so, see, if I have to explain the joke, it's not funny anymore. Sorry. sorry. You know, but uh, there's there's an equal statistical likelihood that that song was written by a five-year-old who had missing front teeth or a redneck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or a guy who just had too much time. No, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, okay. Uh, number four. Oh, this one's got to be an easy one. Righteous darkness. Righteous darkness. Silent uh-huh. night. No, nope. holy night. Silent night. Holy night. Nope. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Oh, holy night. That's it. Yep. You got yes. it. Okay. Okay. All right. Arrival time, 2400 hours, weather cloudless. <laughs> okay. Um, tis midnight and on olive's brow no uh no okay uh, I, I have no idea what you hey, just wait. said is that a song tis, uh, tis midnight and on olive's brow the sun is dimmed that lately olive's brow olive's brow like um mount of olives 
Okay, um, I mean, song. I have a, I have a niece named Olive, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. Thank you. No, that's. I'm like, what is this? The, who wrote this wait, song? What? It's not. It's not. It's not a Christmas song. Okay, can you read it again? Give me a second. Okay. Uh, ar- arrival time: twenty four hundred hours. Weather cloudless. Oh, okay. Weather cloudless. Um, Sun of sky, clear sky. Come on, you got um, this come one. On, um, uh, Arrival time: twenty four hundred hours. Do you know what time that is? It's it's midnight. Yeah. Um, midnight. Uh, Weather cloudless. Midnight. midnight. Clear skies. Clear night. Clear mid. It came midnight, up on a clear. midnight clear. Yeah, right. you got it. That's okay. it. Right. I I had to give you an assist there. Yeah, that's right. All right, loyal followers advance. Um, uh, oh, come all you faithful. Yep, you got it. All right. Far off in a feeder. <laughs> Away in a manger. That's it. <laughs> Array the corridor. Actually, I have to go back to that last one. What? Far off in a feeder. <laughs> the it poor doesn't go. Baby. Like, I mean, I get it. It's no. just not quite the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What's All right. Array, Array the corridor. Array the corridor. Deck the halls. Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. Um, Bantam male percussionist. Bantam male, per- oh, little drummer boy. Bantam, yeah, oh my goodness. So like bantam. a little, yeah, like a, like a light, lightweight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lightweight. Um, monarchy, monarchical triad. Uh, we three kings. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know the alternative version of that song? I was, I, I, I don't think you're dealing necessarily as seriously as I'm thinking here, but it's like if no. to lead it with the congregation and you say, uh, there's technically not just three kings that we know of. They may not even have been kings, but nope. uh, I would say not uh, where I was going at okay, all. But, with but it. I was going to say you can quickly, easily change that um, that song by saying "We the Kings of Orient are." Although oh. they still may not have been kings, but anyway. Okay. No, I was taking it in a much more childish and churlish direction about we three kings of Orientar tried to smoke a rubber cigar. It exploded, or it was loaded and exploded. Bang, we two kings of Orientar. Oh, no. You never heard that? Nah, I don't know if I have. Okay, okay. I'm saying that's my children. <laughs> I'm not sure what that says about me. So, um, All right, uh, nocturnal noiselessness. Silent night. Yes. Okay. Jehovah, deactivate Blythe Chevaliers. Chevalier, nice. Um, okay. Uh, Chevaliers. <laughs> <laughs> See, I anglicized it. <laughs> um, okay, say it again. Jehovah, Jehovah, deactivate Blythe Chevaliers. Um... Okay, take it one word at a time. Jehovah. Lord. Lord. Okay. Deactivate. Deactivate. Uh, Maybe that's not the right synonym to use there, but. Um, Blythe. Um, Blythe. Right? Um, uh, sorry, I'm exposing my ignorance here. Blythe is what? Is that kind of uh, easy? Mary. Go? Mary. Easy going, yeah. Okay, okay. The Chevalier. What does that sound like? Cavalier, Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> Chivalrous, chivalrous, like okay. a gentleman. Yeah, oh, God rest you, merry gentleman. There you go. So what's that's the, it. So what's the blo- uh, de- deactivate? Deactivate. <laughs> See, they, they should have used a different word there. Uh, um, uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm really beat. I'm going to go deactivate for about 30 minutes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go take a deactivation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, red man and route to burrow. <laughs> um, 
Santa. It's got to be Santa or Indians. I don't know, that, that's politically incorrect, Red Man. But um, yeah. okay, um, Red Man and Root to Burrow and Root to Burrow. Something to dig. Uh, but Burrow like a B O R O U G H. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think Burrow like a, a chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Santa Claus is digging a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Santa Claus is digging a hole, right? No, that's Don't not be how the song goes. If you look out in your front yard and see Dan- Santa Claus digging a hole, uh, no, it can't be any worse than dropping down your chimney. Um, okay, he's, Santa Claus he's coming come, to town tonight. Yeah, you go. That's it. You got it. All right. Uh, frozen precipitation commence. Uh, let it snow. That's it. Okay. Um, Proceed and enlighten on the pinnacle. <laughs> okay. Proceed and enlighten. Uh, go and and bright uh, brighten brighten on the peak. on the pinnacle on the peak the top uh, and, and enlighten the, uh, might also mean uh, if you can enlighten me on the subject. Explain. You, yeah. <laughs> Um, explain. A- approach and explain it on the hill. Oh, uh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> um, um, hark, hark, the herald nope. angels sing. No, um, no. Nope. Okay. Um, our listeners an- are going, come an- on, you've got this. They're an- screaming it into their phones. I want to buy an L. <laughs> L for loser. Yeah, right. You, you um, didn't get it. Um, go tell it on the mountain. Oh, go that's tell it. it on the mountain. Yep, All right. There that's it, it is. All right, the the quadruped with the vermilion proboscis. Okay, <laughs> um, it's got to be something about reindeer, probably. Uh, uh, quadruped probo- proboscis. Proboscis. You know what that is? No, sorry. That that's a nose. Oh, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. That's it. Yep. <laughs> probably the only Christmas song with a, a nose in it. Uh, query regarding identity of descendant. <laughs> regarding identity of descendant, descendant. oh Where? come on um some about would be some about david city once in royal david city uh, or um, no no you're uh, overthinking it okay okay um query regarding identity of descendant <laughs> ask, what, what what color are your sleeves are they are they green no uh, no. Okay. Red. Red. All right. Oh, green. Uh, uh, query regarding identity of descendant. Okay, tell me. Give me a hint. What's what query mean? Ask. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. What, query. Like what? Like a, like a query. <laughs> yeah. What? What child is this? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, no, if I'm not mistaken, what did that have to do with the color of my sleeves? Isn't that song originally known as Green, oh, green Sleeves? sleeves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to give you a hint. Okay. Like, man, um, it's red and blue and black checkered. All right. <laughs> apparently, yeah, apparently, I got to give you an easy one here. All right. Here's an easy one. Delight for this planet. Joy to the world. That's it. Uh, give attention to the melodious celestial beings. Hark the herald angels sing. That's it. And finally, for all the marbles, the dozen festive 24-hour intervals. 
um, the 12 days of Christmas. That's it. Yay, you got it. I wish I had Christmas bells to ring for you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know, what did I get, like a 91 on that or something, maybe? Uh, sure, if we're feeling generous. Or... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so maybe I got it several in so long there. <laughs> All right, um, well, that, hey, that was fun. Hey, uh, what do you think about uh, giving the after show uh, as a Christmas bonus to all of our listeners? Hey, let's do it. Yeah. All right. I, I was expecting something other else to come out of your mouth. Like, hey, let's <laughs> let him go on an acapella duet here. Um, well, Tom's head is full of crud. This has gone off the rails too quickly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to, I need to go take a deactivation on this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, for for both of you still listening right. to this point, congratulations on your tenacity. <laughs> You've yes. earned this. Thanks so much. And 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 enjoy the break. All right. Merry Christmas everyone. <laughs>